What's going on, boys? And welcome back to Totally Blitz Podcast. You entered the motherfucking fight club, and we talking UFC 278. We got Usman versus Edwards, Acosta versus Rockhold, Aldo versus Vashavili. I apologize. I know I fucked that up. But I'm Paul picking Wyndham Concha. I got my shot poured up. Who's with me? You already know, man. It's Lil KK, a.k.a. the Don P.Y.E., a.k.a. the motherfucker with the best chi. You feel me? But, hey, man, we talking that big UFC 278. Hey, motherfucker, fuck what you heard, dog. So, hey, bro, this is going to be a good one, dog, but fuck what you heard. In case you didn't know, this is what you hear. Hey, man, bait 278, man. It's your boy, Marcus. Let's jump into it. Yes, sir. I'm going to start off. Everyone knows we're here for Usman versus Edwards, but we're going to start off the other two fights that, honestly, you cannot miss. All, Jose Aldo, former featherweight god, now at 135, 10 pounds less, taking on Rob Dosvelli. That's how you say it, Dosvelli. It's something like that, but we'll just call that boy Rob for this episode. What is he? Rob. He, I believe he's of some sort of Russian um, background. His name's he, Rob? Yeah, no, it's M-E-R-A-B, but you pronounce it Rob. Oh, Marab. Marab. But I don't think you pronounce the M-E part of it, so it's just Rob. It's like, so that's our word. doesn't call that Rob for this episode. That's our boy, Jose Aldo's featherweight god. Now he's 35 years old. He's looked good in his last three fights, and they've all been unanimous decision wins over ranked opponent. He beat Rob Font. He beat Pedro Munez. He beat that boy Cheeto Vera, who we just seen look phenomenal last weekend. And he wrestled Cheeto Vera. He dropped Rob Font. He dropped Pedro Munez. So he's kind of did it every other way. Dosvelli, if y'all don't know him, relentless grappler with godly cardio, silver medalist and Sambo. He's made great wrestlers look like children. He's He started off 0-2. One of his losses in the UFC was against Ricky Simon, who that boy Kev knows all Ricky about. Simone. Ricky Simone. To Ricky Simone. But since they're going to, he's been 7-0, and oh, and he just beat Marlon Morales in his last fight. And, shit, that's what, this, that's what makes this fight a pick em. Both Their odds are both, like, minus 110, plus 110, so it's honestly super close odds. How do y'all feel about this fight between the newcomer and the, the old dog who honestly hasn't really looked bad? No, I think this is actually a pretty fucking great fight because it shows, first off, bantamweight division. Deepest division in the motherfucking UFC. I keep saying this. What is Bantam? Like one. Bantam is a one thirty five. Okay, but hell yeah. I'm Jermaine Sterling, who's at taking TJ, taking on TJ Dillashaw, two motherfucking pay per views from now. So like this shit is motherfucking deep. We just watched the back. I was gonna say I get that's why I give Otto more respect because featherweight's one forty five, and he instead of going up in weight like a lot of old older fighters do, he went down in weight and still looked really good. Mm. So you gotta respect the bantamweight division, and it's funny how all these fights are happening within a month of each other. So that means all these fights mean something. So like I don't think this this fight is a number one contenders fight, but this fight might help figure out who's gonna be in the next number one contenders fight. You feel me? So this is very important, and I think it's very important to both of these individuals and the fact that Mirab can come in this bitch and really show like that he might be able to dominate, but Aldo can show that he's tight. He's he took he, he dipped his toes in the fountain of you because he's been knocking off names. 
like real names. You feel me? So this is a really good fight, especially to um set this to set the tone for this for this card before we get into the main and co-main events and shit. But what you know about these boys, um, um, Marcus? You know Jose Aldo. What you know about him? I know you've heard about Aldo before. Hey man. I got a question though. If we comparing each each skill set, who got the upper hand? Stand up, ground game, break it down. So stand up, all the wins without a doubt. But ground game, Foster Sally, silver medalist, and Sambo, just like mm-hmm. Habib. But that doesn't mean Aldo – like, Aldo's seen Chad Mendes and other great wrestlers, so he's seen great wrestlers before. What's up, Kev? There's one thing. I was watching um, the, on the Style Bender channel. I was watching Izzy and um, the other new CKB, CKB dude. They was talking um, Aldo when it comes to takedown defense, and he just has this motherfucking, like, this, like, way he moves his hips. Like, he posts his hand, moves his hips, and then you can take his ass down, but he'll just – it just like kind of hits you with a little bachata, you feel me? Ninety percent takedown defense. Yeah, Damn, and he's seen something with it. And if you know Jose Aldo, he's only fought the best of the best. He's fought the Chad Mendezes. Like he sought, he's seen these phenomenal wrestlers in UFC, and still a ninety percent takedown defense. And he's older now. That should just tell you, like he know. Show it again, tell Kev. Okay, tell him again. Right, it's like he can post it right and he just hits one of them, but chocolate, you feel me? Just a little hold on, stuck to Tommy Box a little bit of chocolate. You feel me? You feel me? You feel me? I don't know what it is about, but he got that. And like Izzy was showing highlights of him doing it. He was like, bro, I did that shit against um Whitaker, and that's how that shit feels good, man. Cause like it's unstoppable. It's just the way you can like whizzy your hips and do that. So like I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I want to see Mirab go in and kind of and kind of shake up his division. I would love to see a Cheeto Vera versus Mirab, number one contender fight type shit. But I'm taking Aldo, man. Fuck it, dog. This is my first time getting to watch an Aldo fight, and I appreciate like everything about it. So like, I'm really gonna sit down and enjoy, it, and I hope the old veteran can kind of take it. I don't think he's the best of the. I feel like him and Dominic Cruz aren't in the same boat because I feel like he's way better than Cruz. But I feel like. It's kind of a, like this is a young man's division. You feel me? Like the dudes that are in this division are gonna be here for a second. So like they're kind of here to really take shit out. But I'm taking all though, man. Fuck. I will say those Feli, relentless grappler, bro. He's like this is like another one of them Russian grapplers that just come over. He's has the most takedowns in bantamweight history in his short uh-huh. career at UFC already. He has like 63 takedowns. He averages seven takedowns a fight, and he's never fought a five-round fight before. And he's had over, like, seven or eight – you know, is it nine fights in the UFC total. So, like, seven takedowns a fight. Like, he's just one of the other grapplers. But in his last fight against Marlon Morales, Marlon Morales is landing the leg kick, which Jose Aldo is known for his leg kick. So, if you're not checking him – like we've seen the tape where you don't check him at all. You let legs fly. That's not going to be good for you. He also got rocked in that fight. I think you could even stop the fight with somehow, with somehow, with some of these refs, how they've been calling early stoppages in these fights. You could have stopped that fight early, gave Morales the win, but they let it run. And he ended up on top of his wrestling and ended up finishing the fight himself. But Aldo's not going to make those same mistakes. Aldo's going to fucking take advantage of that leg kick 
even though we're all waiting for Aldo to fall off this cliff because he's older and it always happens. Father time catches the best of you. It doesn't matter. He's even though he's not an MVP, he's playing at an all pro level right now, bro. So I'm giving it to that boy Aldo. He's still got it in him. I think he I think he makes this fight look kind of easy with his like he's gonna he's gonna the striking advantage he has on him, I think he's going to showcase it. And just like you said, Kev, if he wants to shoot the takedown, you're going to have to come dance with me, brother. And I don't think he'll be he's here for the dancing party. Nah, for real. My boy Aldo, you think he can get a knockout? Huh? Huh? I don't think he, he, he gets a lot of knockdowns. That's why he all the last of his three fights have been unanimous decision wins. He gets knocked down, but he doesn't get knockouts. So I think he, I think he looks really good, but he doesn't get the the knockout. So what's next after if he wins? Not a title fight, but maybe a number one contenders fight. Facts. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think the title fight goes to um, if um Sean O'Malley can beat Peter Young. I think that's who the title fight goes to. They might he might skip the line real quick. Peter Yon has beat Aldo before. Um, Aldo's beat Vera before. That's why MMA math doesn't make sense because all these motherfuckers are going to fight each other somewhere or another. So, what's going to be doing again, I wonder, I thought, I wonder what, we'll talk about this in another episode. I'm not. But nah, but we got to hop into this motherfucking middleweight fight. We got to talk about my boy, the destroyer. Fucking Paulo Costa, 13 and 2 versus Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold's coming back. That boy, we haven't seen him in action since 2019. He's fucking Strike Force former champion, fucking UFC former champion. Does he still got it in him or is has Father Time got his ass? Damn. Bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. I heard the Luke Rockhold interview against um then um DC and RC. And he hates Paulo Acosta. He hates everything about him. Hates his face, hates his name, hates his hair, hates the fact that he his muscles glisten in the sunlight. He hates everything about this motherfucker. And like well, he hates his name, huh? Genuinely, he genuinely cannot see himself losing to Paulo Acosta. And I don't know what the fuck makes him think that way. So Paul, tell me what the fuck can Luke Rocco do to subdue Paulo Acosta? Cause like this is a fucking Terminator. Tell Marcus, tell them that Paulo Acosta is a Terminator. Oh, like Mike Tyson back in the eighties, right? <laughs> nope. I hope, Mike Tyson. I uh, hope Paulo Acosta takes Luke, uh, Luke Rocco's head clean off. Oh wow. I hope Paulo Costa takes Luke Rocco's head clean off, bro. Like, he is 100. Luke Rocco talks the most shit. Luke Rocco's known for just being an asshole. So I'm not surprised he doesn't like Costa. Like, he, none of the people he's ever fought has ever liked Luke Rocco. That motherfucker is just an asshole type of dude. And, yeah, you're coming back. But you're coming back with the new age of fucking UFC and Paulo Costa is going to fucking uppercut you, right hook, left hook. I don't know, but this is going to be – I think this is going to look bad. I think Costa is just going to 
just take his head off. Like, this is not a good fight. It, like, people should be looking at this fight like a, the Diaz versus Hamsa, uh, Hamsat Chemaev type of deal. That's, that's how I'm looking at this type of fight. Like, Luke Rockhold's coming back for one fight and one fight only. His cost is going to fucking retire his ass. You, no, is he, gonna... I was going to ask, is dude like a striker? Like, what? Is, what's his specialty? He's he's a mixed martial artist. He can do some BJJ. He can kickbox. He can strike with you, but he's just older and he's just part of the old. No, nah, I was talking about Costa. Oh, he's just striking straight up, one hundred percent. I'm gonna take your head clean off, like I'm, yeah, okay, big dog shit. I respect Costa. Who won against him versus Romero? He beat Romero, right? Costa. <laughs> Yeah, I believe so. Yes, Rocco got KO'd in his last two fights one against Romero and one against um Jan at 205. So, yeah, this fight like this was a good fight because Acosta is a fucking phenom, but like here's the thing he got literally raped by um by Israel Adesanya, like literally, like so it was funny. So, like and the way that the way that Izzy killed his fucking leg shows that like he kind of only can strike. That's his that's his bread and butter. He kind of lives and dies by that motherfucker. So like it's always tough to put like hella respect on Acosta, but he's definitely a top five fighter in my opinion in that division. In my opinion, well, not not that priority is there. So like maybe he's a top six fighter in that division, but motherfucking Luke Rockhold is. Just his mindset, I feel like, doesn't match. And I'm a firm believer, you don't get better at MMA by not doing it. So, like, this was a perfect fight setup. So, Costa can kind of be the good name and kind of kind of promote himself and elevate him better in the division because he can probably get Paella after, um, after he loses to Israel Adesanya. So, motherfucking... This is a good business move, I feel like. This was a good business fight, making it the stuff. And as long as everybody makes weight tonight, motherfucking everything Gucci, or this morning, technically. Costa's going to flat like him, flatline him like Luke was in that last the other week, bro. Not, we're not going to make no motherfucking Luke to podcast. Turn my dog to sit there. He tried his best. Tried his best. How about you, Mark? Here and all everything we talked about, we got the former goat of the division, and not goat, but former champ of the division, and the newcomer who did lose to Adesanya, but he is a brawling motherfucker. Where you leaning? Usually, I try to switch it up and try to go with the vet, you know, the big old dog. But after you know, Kev told me to search this man up. <laughs> Have you seen some? Have you witnessed some fucking arguably some crimes? It legit reminds me of like Anthony Joshua, just like bro, why are you in fighting? Like the fuck, this nigga look like he in the fucking weight room every day. Like I don't know, he boy cut up, big as fuck. But shit, I want him to get a knockout. I want to see a brutal take a fight. head off. That's why I take his head clean off. <laughs> right, like send that shit to the fucking upper deck. Man. I am, yeah, man. I'm trying to see something. I want to see a big knockout from Costa. Hey, I'm not going to lie. See, Paulo Costa got introduced to me in the Ultimate Fighter because he was in the he was on Team Brazil. But it was Charles Sonnen versus um, Vandalay Silver, I think. I can't remember exactly. But um, he, he showed promise in that, even though I want to say he lost his second fight. 
but he showed promise in that. So the fact that he went from being somebody that didn't make it to the tough season finale all the way to this point shows that like he's come a long way and he's low-key improved and stuff like that. So I hope after winning this fight, because that's what I'm picking, he can actually do something and kind of make some noise in the division. Because like Izzy has no choice but to lap this motherfucker again. We're running out of we're running, you don't run out of names again. Nah, facts. But we're all on that boy Costa. We all think he's really gonna do that shit. But on to our main event, Usman versus Dog. Two, the belt is on the line. A rematch that's been sitting for over two and a half years at this point. You, we don't have to introduce who Usman is. We don't have to introduce who Leon Edwards is. We know who these fucking fighters are. We know that fucking. There's a reason why you're here, headline at UFC 278. How do y'all feel about this fight? I want to hear some honest opinions. Let it out. Does he have a chance? What? No, he has a chance. The odds don't show it. The odds have Usman as like a minus 400 and Edwards as like plus 350. How long ago was the first fight? Two and a half years. It was like two years and like eight. Was, the first fight was 2015. It was 2015. I thought it was over. It was two years and like something. No, it was in 2015. It was like Usman's eighth fight in the um eighth fight in the um, UFC. So what, my, I was watching uh the countdown, bro. Boy, Edwards got a, a raw ass story, bro. That shit made me respect him. Nah, I got in the game late. Pops passed away. She was in the streets. Dude was a real, real savage, bro. And then to start the game late, like most people are fighters at young ages and they get into MMA late, but they're still fighters. But for him to just come in there like that, that's just that was crazy to me, bro. Had to throw that out there. And his brother's a fighter. I think he's on Bellator. I love when fighters start the game late, bro. I fuck with that shit. I love it, man. But it's funny seeing Leon Edwards versus Usman because the first fight was a good fight, but he wasn't a wrestler. He was slightly. So the fact that you see these two people now, Usman is a pound for pound king. I'm watching him versus Kobe Covington too right now. And it's just like, he doesn't have many openings. He doesn't, there's not too many times where he felt like, yeah, I can hit him and he's not going to hit me back. Like, there's no point. Like, you kind of have to go sit there and just pray that, like, he doesn't – and his counterpunching is next level. And top of that, he can wrestle the fuck out your stupid ass. So, like, Usman's just so all-around crazy. But the fact that Leon Edwards gave him a good fight in that first fight, even though he was mainly a striker, and now he's been working with defense. He's been going to – um, training at the AKAs with – he's been – you see pictures with him with Khabib and Islam and motherfucking Luke Harako and motherfucking – like, he's been practicing. He's been working on this shit. So, like – these are two different fighters because now Usman isn't just a isn't just a crazy big wrestler in the foot stamps. He's an all around fighter. He's knocked out his last what two or three fights. So like Leon Edwards is becoming a better all around martial artist. So the fact that they've elevated their game to such a high level just makes this such an f- interesting matchup. And I hate that it's a minus four hundred because both of them go so hard in the gym. But like Paul, what makes you think – what do you think about this fight when you look at it? Because this is not going to be no slouch. I feel like it's going to be really like a whoever has the most heart type of shit. Like, it's really going to go down to like, yo, 
I'm the fucking champ. Oh no, well, I'm the motherfucking contender and I want to be champ. Like, this is going to really go down to like a second, unless somebody gets the ass split. Both of them, like, since Edwards has lost to Usman, he's been on his own tear. Like, he's beat Barbarina, Vince Luque. He beat Luque back in 2017 when Vince Luque had a chin. He beat Cowboy, RDA, Nate Diaz, even though he got rocked. He beat Gunnar Nelson. Like, he, like, his elbows are just one of a kind. Like he has these John Jones type of elbows that like if he hits you, they're they're cutting you up and they're probably rocking you. So like and he can hit him from inside the flinch and he has this range to him. I know Usman has the range advantage on reach, but Edwards is taller and he seems that he knows how to use his range a little bit better. One thing that makes me like why I think this fight would be really close is that. Usman, even though he's a great wrestler, he is 35 years old. And there's a reason why you don't see Dominic Cruz wrestle anymore. Like, it's hard on your knees. You can't be wrestling in them older ages. So, like, I think that might – just pay attention. Like, Usman hasn't – he wrestled good against Covington and Masvidal, but in those later rounds, he stopped wrestling. He he went straight to striking. And I don't think you can do that against a Leon Edwards. I think Leon Edwards is levels above Masvidal. You think he could hurt him? Not hurt him, but this tech is like an Israel Adesanya. You do not want to just straight up only strike with him. So if Usman can't, if Usman stops wrestling with Leon Edwards, I think it will be this fight is a lot closer than what the odds are 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 showing, in my opinion, right now. No, I respect that to the fullest, man. Because I just look at the way Usman is, the way he trains his body, so smart and so. I'm gonna take a shot just for this fight too. This is, like, this is a hell of a main event. No, nah, and it's crazy that he's going to be being slept on because these two are, like, straight-up monsters. Like, it's going to be fun. Marcus, what are you hoping that you see from this fight? kind of want to see a back-and-forth fight, honestly. And I want to see Edwards kind of like – because that boy, like you said, two years, but it's been longer. 2015, man, that's – yeah, that's long time. seven years. I, I was wrong. I apologize. It was seven years. That boy Kev did more than the, me. The last, the last, and but since since COVID, he's had six fights canceled because he was supposed to go. He's had three fights that got canceled with um, Hamzat Chamayev, and then he had the fight canceled with um not Kobe Masvidal. He had those fights canceled. Over time, he's had six different fights canceled since COVID. Like, he's hungry. That fight with Nate Diaz was fucking phenomenal. I think he has six fights canceled. On the other side, Kamar Usman, 2021. What other champion do you know has three title defenses in one year? Three title defenses in 2021. Beat Gilbert Burns for the first time. Beat Jorge Masvidal for the second time. KO'd both of them. And then beat Kobe Covington. I decisively for the second time and that's why there's no rematch since so even though we haven't seen him in 2022 he was very busy in 2021 that's crazy you don't be hearing that shit at all in boxing so one has been hungry waiting for a fight and he waited long enough and now he's front of the line and he gets to fight Usman here I'm hoping I'm hoping he pushed Usman to the limits man like Go to the cards decision. You don't even know who wins. Ty, I think I, I hope for a 50 50 fight for that's gonna be too many interesting. Seven years of into, grudge. Let's rock into our picks here. I let you start it off, Marcus, since you ended the like analysis type. 
I can't see Usman losing. I can't. I want. I want to rock with Edwards for real, but I ain't gonna lie. I really do, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna take Usman in the in decision. But I think. I think it's gonna be a close fight. I think it's gonna be uh just one of those 50 50 but Usman edges it out. One of those Santos Shevchenko, the goat of the divisions, kind of getting tested for the first time. It's, it's UFC 278, man. They got to put on the show. I think that shit is going to be a lit ass main event. Kev, I'll let you go the other way. You rocking with your boy Usman? Come on, man. You know, you know my you know my middle name is Usman. People be forgetting that. <laughs> that's my middle name. This is a Nigerian nightmare, my motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. I fuck with Leon Edwards. Like I really rock with dog. Like I really think bro is nice, but there can only be one champ. There can only be one. And I think Usman's days is coming. And there's a dude named Hazma Chimaev that's red that said no, kill everybody. So I'm not going to lie. Usman's days may be numbered. So I think he has one more grudge match in him before he meets that dude, Chimaev, and Chimaev runs the division for the next 10 years. Damn. That's just how I feel. Boy, said a decade. I guess I get the final pick, and I'm happy I got the final pick because I'm going with the upset of the ages with plus 400 odds. Give me Leon Edwards. I think... Usman at 35 years old, he's coming off a hand injury, so he hasn't fought in a couple months, but so neither has Edwards. But I think he beat Covington twice. So he already knew how to beat Covington the first time. He did it twice. He beat Maslow twice. I don't don't think Maslow is as great as a fighter as people think he is. I think he had a good run against nobodies type shit. And he beat Burns, and I respect the Burns win, 100%. Edwards... I just think Usman's not going to wrestle for five rounds. He's a little older now. We've seen these older fighters not wrestling them later rounds. So Usman has to win these early rounds with his wrestling. And we've seen Edwards work on takedown defense, I think, really good to the point where I think he can stop some of these stuff, some of these takedowns. And even if he can't, I think those last three rounds, he's going to be – Usman has basically – faced Maslow and Colby in the stand-up fight in the last three rounds in his last against them. And he won those exchanges. I don't think he's going to win those these exchanges against Edwards. And especially at these odds, as a betting man I am, I'm taking my boy Edwards here. We're going to see a new king. It's going gonna, gonna gonna to make the division so much more funner from here on out. Because otherwise, Usman's going to have this, his reign of terror. And I think Edwards is going to end his reign of terror. Man, I wish I had a Nigerian nightmare shirt, but instead, I got my dog Itachi because we're here to kill your family. You feel me? Like, <laughs> I, I, I can see Usman. Like, I can picture Usman sitting where Itachi is right now. Yeah, just because that's what he does on top of the motherfucking pedestal. He's the pound for pound number one. He's one of my favorite fighters in the fucking world. And I got to take my dog Usman, man. It's going to be a hell of a main event. It's going to be a hell of a cold main event. It's going to be a lot of fucking knockouts I'm predicting right now. A lot, a lot of, of hands. Yeah, a lot of motherfucking hands. And Alex uh, Romanov, the person who beat Derek Lewis in his last fight, he's on the he is the featured prelim of this fight. So check out the early prelims type shit because we get to see him fight another standing bank fighter, and we get like this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be a good ass card, guys.
Oh, yeah. But, hey, babe, I had to blow smoke in your face. If you a bitch-ass nigga. And if you didn't know, I didn't mind telling you again, you bitch-ass nigga. This has been the Totally Blitz Fight Night, bro. We've been talking at UFC 278. Be on the lookout. We're going to have some cool edits for you coming this this fight, this um, card, man. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pickham winning concert. I'm in this motherfucker with Marcus. Primetime Penman. He is out here repping the swamp. Paul repping them dolphins. And I'm repping the Uchiha clan. And if you didn't know, this is a totally blitz. Yeah. Yeah. Got a problem with being problematic Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic Don't you step into this box if you're not batting Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy crap Man, this gang got rules, man, you better watch your passes This ain't not new The medicines, we've been on that rockstar regimen Knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been I got a problem with